Hey, everybody, before we get into episode two of the WordPress Year in Review podcast here over on the How I Built It feed or on its own feed, actually, if you want to go to WPReview.io, I do want to uh, just fill you in a little bit more about the project since this is the uh, second real episode. Uh, WordPress Year in Review, if you have not seen it, is a project I'm putting together to help fill the void for WordCamps, uh, either not happening at all or only happening virtually. So my plan on top of this podcast is to release an ebook of all of the changes uh, that happened in the WordPress uh, ecosystem. That's the software and the community. And, and we'll touch on WooCommerce as well. And I want to do a video series as well. So uh, this kind of three-pronged content approach is going to slowly roll out uh, since starting in October, going through the end of the year, maybe a little bit into the new year. Uh, And the pledge, so it was a, a crowdfunding project that did hit its goal, but the crowdfund part is still open because there are two parts of it um, that I want to keep open until the end of November. Uh, One is uh, access to a print copy of the book. So if you pledge for $19, you you will get a print copy of the book. And the other is the small business sponsor level. Uh, So for $100, your logo and link will get added to the website and it will be printed uh, in a special thank you page in the book. So you can go to WPYearInReview.com to learn more about this project if you want. But for now, let's talk to you, Lashbrook of Automatic. He's going to tell us all about the Learn WordPress platform that the community is putting together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of How I Built It. It is part of the WordPress Year in Review series. Uh, And if you're unfamiliar with this series, it is a project that I I am putting together that is supported by the community. Thank you to everybody who has pledged uh, in that crowdfunding campaign, where I am talking to potential WordCamp US speakers, as well as people in and around the WordPress community that are working towards filling the void that is uh, being left due to the global pandemic and and canceling, uh, either fully canceling WordCamps or canceling in-person WordCamps. And I'm really excited to talk today to Hugh Lashbrook. He is on the community. He's a community team lead uh, at Automatic, and he is here to talk about the Learn WordPress platform. Hugh, how are you today? Hi, I'm doing great. Thanks, Joe. And yourself? I'm doing very well, thank you. Thanks for coming on the show. I'm trying cool. to be cognizant about the way I pronounce your name. Uh, <laughs> I as an as a New Yorker, I drop the first the H sound, but uh, saying you, how are you today, makes it kind of sound rude. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, very, I'm trying to be really good about it. <laughs> it's very common, so no worries. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Uh, so, so the way that this interview was set up was I reached out to Angela Jin uh, about. Um, I know that she's on the WordCamp US organizing team and. Yeah. I wanted to give a little bit uh, of insight into kind of what went on with the decision making there and looking towards the future. Um, and she is doing an interview with Post Status uh, and Dave Bissett, David Bissett. 
So I'll yeah. link to that in the show notes so that you can get that content. And she referred me to you to talk about Learn WordPress. And I'm really excited about this because it looks like a really cool initiative. So um, before we get into the nitty gritty details, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and, and a little bit about like maybe the, the one line description of, of Learn WordPress. Cool. Well, um, I mean, you already said I'm a community team lead at Automatic. Um, I work my time basically at Automatic. It's I'm a I'm essentially full time sponsored by Automatic to work on the WordPress community team. So I work for the WordPress community with Automatic sponsoring my time, and it's a it's a great place to be. I love my work. I love, I get to work with um, WordPress community members all over the world every day, which is which is fantastic, really. Um, one of our main focuses as a team has obviously been the in-person events program, meetups and WordCamps and that kind of thing. Um, but obviously this year that's taken a bit of a, that's taken a bit of a knock, <laughs> um, to say the least. We've had to change how we do a lot of things, how we focus on things, uh, how, how events work, what events look like in the, in the WordPress space. Um, I mean, that's true of anyone running any community in the world this year. But obviously we dealt with it because we've got a large community in WordPress, so it's been a big thing. Um, I'm in Cape Town in South Africa, um, and although I'm currently relocating to New Zealand, so I'll be in a very different time zone soon. Um, so kind of working with people all over the world, um, when a lot of this stuff happens in the U S which is sort of very much outside of my regular times, um, and that kind of thing, it's, uh, it can be challenging, but it's an exciting place to be working. I, I got a great, we're working with a great team of all people all over the world. So we get to support people well. Um, in terms of Learn WordPress, uh, what we're doing there is it's not meant to be something that sort of replaces in-person events, but the idea is that uh, we're building a, we're creating a platform where people can come to learn how to do things with WordPress, whether that's build, publish, or, um, or contribute, basically. That's really where we're at with it. Yeah, and that sounds fantastic. So, and let me just say that you currently live in Cape Town and you're moving to New Zealand, which are two places I would absolutely love to visit. Uh, so, um, you know, that's it's. I think it's cool that you're living in places that I would love to, to one yeah. day see. Um, I'm here on the East Coast of the United States. I can't imagine living anywhere else. But uh, <laughs> I think I've, I've always like, do you watch, this is a digression. Um, <laughs> do you watch... Have you ever watched Scrubs? Um, I watched a little bit. I mean, many years ago, I watched a bit of it. I never, I never watched the whole thing, but I watched, you know, bits of it. Yeah. There is a two-episode arc, basically, where they go to Cape Town uh, for, like, a destination wedding. And, like, since those two episodes, I have, like, I, I'm, it, it's really all I know about Cape Town. And I just have, like, a very <laughs> romanticized version of it in my head from Scrubs, but... It seems like a really cool place. It is. It's a beautiful city. Uh, we've got many places to see. I know at the moment traveling there is, um, traveling anywhere is a bit tricky right now, but if you do get a chance to come out here, I would really recommend it. It's a lovely place to be. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, yeah, it's especially, again, being in the United States, I I don't know how where I'd be able to travel really. <laughs> um, but in any case, that's not that's neither here nor there. That was just a digression for a pop culture reference that I was able to make. Um, the, the Learn WordPress, you said it's not supposed to replace in-person events, but create a platform for learning. Now, a few years ago, um, before I had kids and was self-employed and all that, I did spend some time on the uh, the training team where our main job was to essentially create these lesson plans that 
uh, meetup organizers can use. Is there any relationship between the content that was created with the training team and what's being used for Learn WordPress? Or is this more like people can apply to teach WordPress-based things? So, yeah, so we've actually been working quite closely with the training team on Learn WordPress, um, which, has been, which has been a really great experience. Um, and the lesson plans they're talking about are actually a part of Learn WordPress as well. So the kind of the Learn WordPress essentially has three sort of main areas, I guess, of, of connection. Um, one is the lesson plans, which are essentially plans of lessons that people can download and then they can, they can use those plans and outlines to teach those lessons themselves. Um, I think it's great that you were involved in that. That was a fantastic initiative and those lesson plans are being audited by the training team at the moment to make sure they're up to date. Um, and that is a big part of the Learn WordPress platform. The other parts of it are work, uh, live, sorry, not live, pre-recorded rather, workshops, um, video workshops that people can come and watch and learn. Um, and then the third sort of element to the, to the platform is um, li- uh, live discussion groups, which are, which, are sort of, which are discussion groups that are organized around the content in the workshops. So you watch the workshop and you can join a discussion group to learn a bit, to learn a bit more, to discuss with a group, another group of people who have also watched the workshop. Um, yeah. So those are the three elements to it. And yeah, lesson plans are a big part of that, an important part of that. Yeah, that's that's great. So I, I think that an important distinction to make here, right, is that uh, there. So first of all, there are still virtual WordCamps happening. Yes. Um, but these are, th- this is not just your pitching uh, like a WordCamp talk, right? This is like you, no. uh, you're picking a specific topic to teach people. Yes. Yeah. So uh, the, the workshops on Learn, on Learn WordPress, we just call it Learn for short. So if I say Learn, okay. that's, that's what I'm referring to. <laughs> um, the workshops on Learn are meant to be targeted at specific skills that people are wanting to learn. So some of the workshops you already got, are, I mean, there's, there's workshop on how to build your first uh, Gutenberg block. It's very practical. Um, we've got workshops on how to contribute to the WordPress project, and we're working on a series of those that people are contributing and how to contribute to the different teams. Um, we've got how to publish with the block editor, so that's more of a publisher, user-focused workshop. But all of them are um, practical, skills-based content. Gotcha. And it, it sounds like um, this is not just targeting like beginners or advanced users. It sounds like it's you're targeting the, the entire gamut of, of WordPress community members. Yeah, so it's meant to be, it's kind of, it's a place you can come to learn how to do things with WordPress, whether, whether you're new and you want to learn how to publish, or whether you are a developer, you want to learn how to learn, you know, learn how to do more advanced development, or you're a beginner developer, or you want to learn how to contribute to WordPress. Um, it's sort of how to do something with WordPress, regardless of what that thing is. That's what the platform is, is trying to cater towards. Gotcha. That's great. And about how long are these, these workshops? Uh, they vary in length. Um, I think our longest one on there at the moment is like 45 minutes, uh, okay. a, a little bit longer. Um, actually, I think a little bit longer, 50-something minutes. But then there's some, I think the one that's just a short, I think the shortest one we've got is 11 minutes. You know, So it sort of it depends on the, the topic and the content. Um, what we're sort of moving towards actually is shorter workshops that then can be watched sort of back-to-back to, to, to get a broader skill set, um, which which is easier for people to digest. And also if the workshop involves uh, something in the WordPress dashboard, for example, um, in a year's time, the dashboard could look a little bit different. And then the video is now out of date. It's easier to replace shorter videos. Um, so we are sort of focusing more on shorter bite-sized bits that you can learn. And then 
if you string them together, there'll be one sort of bigger skill set you can you can pick up. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, as as someone in the uh, e-learning and online course space, that's something that we've been talking about for years now, right? Is is yeah. uh, you want you know ideally five to seven minute videos uh, that are easily digestible. Most people are watching on their commute and things like that. So, um, yeah, I think that's that's a really great idea. So uh, you're moving towards shorter workshops. So. Um, Let's talk. Let's talk logistics a little bit uh, yeah. because I'm curious as to um, kind of the platform you're using to put this together. I assume it's based on WordPress in some way, <laughs> yes. um, but also how you how you're getting. Um, uh, what do you call the workshop instructors? Do you call them instructors or speakers or leaders? Uh, or? We're using the term presenters at the moment. Um, presenters. Okay, uh, great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm curious. Uh, so. Uh, not to throw all the questions at you at once. Let's start yeah, first with um, how how do you get presenters? And then we'll talk about kind of the tech and the process for uh, getting everything online. Yeah. So the idea with this is that it's a community-based project, a community-driven project. Um, and presenters can be anyone in the WordPress community. Um, so we, there's an application form on the site. It's a little bit more involved than an application for a WordCamp talk, I guess. But um, it's, a, it's effectively the same kind of thing. Someone who's interested in, in contributing content can fill in the form, give some details about what they're wanting to present, and then that will be reviewed. Uh, and then they'll get, they'll get an email saying, yeah, I could go ahead and record that or maybe change this about it before recording it or that kind of thing. Um, yeah, so people apply on the side and anyone in the WordPress community can do that. And one thing we're actually particularly keen on getting is more um, non-English content on the site as well. So it can be a really global a global platform, um, which anyone can apply at the moment. This episode and this entire series is brought to you by GoDaddy Pro. Now, GoDaddy Pro has two great offerings to talk about here. They offer a robust suite of free tools to web developers and designers to help them, to help you, save time managing all of your clients and sites. With GoDaddy Pro, you can easily shop for your client, monitor your client's websites, and manage all of their WordPress websites in one place. Exclusive time-saving tools let you bulk update WordPress core plugins and themes on multiple sites with one click, as well as automate WordPress backups, cloning, and migrations, and so much more. Get real-time performance, security, and uptime monitoring across all of your client websites. Members also receive a 30% discount on new qualifying products. When you pair GoDaddy Pro with qualified WordPress and e-commerce hosting plans, the benefits are even greater by including access to all premium features at no additional cost. And now they offer a WooCommerce hosting option too. They combined their secure hosting platform and partnered with WooCommerce, the world's leading e-commerce platform built on WordPress to offer you GoDaddy WordPress e-commerce hosting. Included in your plan is over $1,000 worth of premium WooCommerce extensions to get your clients selling with an online store that truly reflects their unique brand. So for a limited time, they're offering you, the listener, three months of GoDaddy WordPress e-commerce hosting, 
for only $1. You can take advantage of that deal over at wpreview.io slash GoDaddy. That's wpreview.io slash G-O-D-A-D-D-Y. Three months for $1. That is about as low risk as you could possibly get especially for such valuable hosting. So definitely check it out. And thanks to GoDaddy Pro for their support of this podcast and the entire WordPress year in review project. This episode is brought to you by Nexus. You count on having a WordPress or WooCommerce site that's predictably fast, secure, available, and affordable. But finding everything you need from one provider can be tough. At Nexus, they've got you covered. For more than 20 years, they've invested time and resources into developing and integrating exclusive tools that make WordPress run better automatically. How do they do it? By including special features like no-cost auto-scaling when traffic spikes, automatic plugin updates with visual comparison technology to skip updates that would break your sites, and cloud accelerator technology that makes even the most dynamic sites run faster. Add that to their automatic backups, proprietary CDN, integrated iThemes Security Pro, and free migrations, and you won't have to look further for the platform that does it all. They pride themselves on delivering the kind of support you need whenever you need it. Hands-on, elevated, 24-7, 365 service. Their support team is made up of people who have been in the trenches and review and support thousands of stores like yours. I recently moved my WooCommerce site to their managed platform, and I have been the beneficiary of everything I just talked about earlier. From the special features to the incredible support team that helped me migrate from my old host, I couldn't be happier being on Nexus. They know we're working hard to grow our businesses, and they're our proven partner to help us get there, site by site, side by side. Other platforms say it, but they do it. Their managed WordPress and managed WooCommerce are predictably awesome solutions because at Nexus, better is built in. You can learn more at wpreview.io slash nexus. That's wpreview.io slash N-E-X-C-E-S-S. So I, I like that. You said that the application form is a little bit more involved than, say, a WordCamp application form. And for those unfamiliar, a WordCamp application form is uh, some questions about you and if you've ever spoken. And then it's basically like the title of your talk and a short description. Um I I suspect you want these workshops to be a little bit more fleshed out before you uh, before you accept them. Is that right? Yes. So if you if you look at any of the workshops on the site, what you what you would see on there are there's a set of there's a, there's a video. Obviously, there's a little description, um, and then there's a set of learning outcomes, which is sort of a bullet point list of two, three, four things that um, people watching the workshop would expect to be able to learn from it. And then after that, there's also a set of what we're calling comprehension questions, but uh, we might change the name of that to understanding questions or something. Apparently the word comprehension isn't as globally understood um, as as we think it is. 
So uh, gotcha. <laughs> I and, didn't realize that. Yeah, that's what I've been, that's what I've been told. So we're, we might change the word, but the point is that it's questions that people can once they've watched the workshop, they can ask themselves these questions to kind of prove to themselves that they've understood the content. And we ask people for those learning outcomes and those questions sort of upfront when they apply. Um, so we so we kind of know what the what direction the workshop's going in. That makes sense, uh, and and again, this uh, this is not a knock on WordCamp speakers because I've kind no, of no, done no. the same thing. But uh, you know, you you can apply to a WordCamp without having any pieces of your talk put together except the title oh. and description, and then you know you're working on your slides right before you go on stage. Um, and uh, again, that's. Uh, maybe that's like a, maybe I'm saying the quiet part out loud there, there, but I know, I know that I've made tweaks to my talk before going on stage based on what I've seen at that word camp. And, um, uh, but you don't really want that if you're, if you're trying to make something for, um, if you're, if you're trying to make something like this, where you want users to learn and have, uh, take away like takeaways and make sure they understand concepts right um because they're not there in the audience to ask the presenter right no exactly gotcha so um that's really great uh so and you said that this is open to to everybody um and that you're trying to get more non-english uh speakers on the platform so those of you who uh are uh, multilingual who are listening to this, be sure to apply. I will drop a link in the show notes, which you can find over at howibuilt.it, or if you want to get just this series over at wpreview.io. Um, so with that, let's talk about the tech. Uh, how yeah. is this platform built? Is there an LMS in the background? Is it just posts? How are you hosting the videos? All that fun stuff. Um, so as you said, unsurprisingly, it's built on WordPress. Um, it, it wouldn't be a WordPress community project if it wasn't. Um, and it's hosted on WordPress.org. So it's at learn.wordpress.org. So it's part of the massive WordPress.org multi-site infrastructure, and it's a separate site on there. Um, in terms of the, the basic setup, um, it essentially for the, the lesson plans, use a custom post type, and the workshops use a custom post type, and both of them have some meta fields and custom taxonomies to uh, just you know, categorize and filter and that kind of thing. Um, then there's some there's been some development work done on it, which is all public on the WordPress GitHub repo, which we can also link in the show notes, which anyone can contribute to, as with anything else on WordPress.org. Nice. Um, and there's some custom work done on there just for the application forms, uh, for the workshop layouts. There's some nice sort of uh, when we when we add a new workshop, there's a sort of there's a Gutenberg page template, which is quite cool. Post template. I've not done what the kind of official term for it is. But um, it's all sort of laid out as soon as you click add new, it's all there. Um, and yeah, it's, that's, that's the sort of basic infrastructure. The next sort of step in terms of content on there, um, you mentioned LMS, and we, have, we actually have Sensei LMS installed on there because that's already been used elsewhere on WordPress.org, so it's easy to get across here. Um, and what we're going to be doing going forward, it's just still sort of in process, and we're working with the training team very closely on all of this. Um, we're getting sort of a more course uh, or learning outcomes-based course structure. So rather than just sort of individual workshops that might be sort of linked to others in a bit of a series, we're having a sort of we're going to have courses that are more uh, based around specific learning outcomes, like how to build a plugin, and that course can follow a bunch of workshops until you get to the end, and then there'll be quizzes after lessons and that kind of thing. And for that, we're going to be using uh, the Sensei LMS as the as the structure there. But the rest of it is essentially custom built post types and, and that kind of thing. 
That's really that's really interesting um, because I know that uh, when I was evaluating my own LMS site, I was looking at Sensei. Now this is like four or five years ago, and I know that Sensei has gone undergone like a huge redesign. Yeah. Um, uh, and so is there is there a is there a dependency on WooCommerce still no. for Sensei? No, no, I did, Sensei was never. I mean, interestingly, for context, I. Many, many years ago, I was the lead developer for Sensei <laughs> oh, wow. um, when I worked at Woo because uh, I was at Woo before we were acquired by Automatic and I was the lead dev for Sensei. So I, I know the, the platform nice. quite well, although it has been, I mean, that was years ago. And like you said, it's been hugely improved since then. Um, but no, it was never really fully dependent on WooCommerce. It was just very really tightly integrated. But uh, in this case, there's no dependence and we're not using WooCommerce at all uh, for this. Gotcha. Gotcha. Wow. I, yeah, I, man, I totally thought that uh, it was dependent on WooCommerce, but that's awesome to hear. So uh, I'll link Sensei in the, uh, in the show notes as well. So uh, I, I like, I, I like that you kind of slid this evolution into your description that um, you're looking at more, uh, a more course-based approach maybe in the future. Yeah. Um, with those courses, uh, are you look, are, is it going to be more like, we have these lessons that we want to teach and then you're going to let the community know, or is it um, based on what's kind of been um, submitted, you're going to put a course together or are you going to look for like one instructor to do the entire course? Or I'm sorry, one presenter to do the entire course. Um, it's honestly, honestly, it's probably a combination of those things. Um, we have a bunch of content on there already that people have contributed, which is great. And we have some that's sort of ready to go so we can, release new content each week. Um, and we've got nice. some people who are busy recording things, which is, which is cool. And we're going to use some of that. Um, but another thing that uh, we're busy working on is a course outline or course outlines, essentially. So this is what the course is going to be. And these are the lessons we want within that. And these are the workshops we want. And if we have some of them, we'll use them and then we'll reach out to people for other specifics. Um, so yeah, in terms of getting presenters, there is a public application form, but we're also doing some active outreach to people we know who have skills in various areas. Uh, that would be able to do so. So yeah, we're kind of using a combination of all those methods, I guess. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And that brings me to um, my next set of questions, which is, well, first of all, are you how are you hosting the videos? Are you using like oh, yeah. Vimeo or something else? So the WordPress, the videos are hosted on WordPress.tv. So okay. we're using that infrastructure, which is with, through VideoPress and all of that. Um, yeah, so we're using that. So the, all the videos on Learn are actually also on WordPress.tv, and then we just embed them on Learn. But there's a whole bunch of extra content on Learn, like the, the outcomes and the questions. And then once we have the course structure, it will all be linked inside that. That's fantastic. I completely forgot that there was VideoPress. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe I mean, I we, 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 yeah. Did, we kind of had a discussion between using the WordPress YouTube channel or WordPress.tv. And we thought mm -hmm. keeping it in-house would make a lot of sense. And then we have one advantage of WordPress.tv as well, or one of the advantages, is that it's got um, sub, uh, you can do built-in subtitling. Uh, so as long nice. as you have, it's got a built-in system for adding subtitles in different languages. Um, so that's a, that's a great advantage. So people, just like they can contribute it to any video on WordPress.tv, they can do the same on Learn. Um, they can contribute subtitles in their local language and that kind of thing. So that was a sort of built-in advantage that we really liked. Yeah, that's great. And then you don't run into the issue of having like, you know, other YouTube videos kind of being, I think you can turn that off, but like, you never know. Yeah. It's, uh, it, I love YouTube for my 
you know, the videos that I put on YouTube. But for my courses, you know, I, I wanted something, um, you know, more heavy duty. Yeah. So I went with Vimeo Pro because you can lock down domains based on Vimeo yeah, Pro and stuff like that. But um, YouTube is very good for uh, specific things. But, you know, I think in this case, it was, it's a good call to keep it in-house. Yeah. Um, and so you have the videos on WordPress.tv. Now, getting those videos, right? Are you working with the presenters at all to give them uh, tips on presenting or recording themselves? Or um, what is you know what does that process look like once a presenter has been accepted? So once the presenter has been accepted, we we got some sort of basic tips that we give them. Um, but one thing we're actually working on at the moment is it's quite meta, I guess, but a sort of a series of workshops on how to do workshops. Yeah. Um, so we want to we want to get on there sort of a short series of workshops and sort of how to present a workshop well on on Learn. Um, yeah. So that'll be content available on Learn and how to contribute to Learn. So it's quite a sort of meta thing, but I think it'll be very valuable. Um, and that's something we'd like to have at the moment. It's sort of uh, we give them some guidelines and in, in text and email, and I'm always happy to answer any questions as much as as much as they need before before they finish recording. Awesome. Well, I, I'll say this, I guess, publicly when this episode comes out, but if you would like uh, some contribution in that area, that's something that I've been thinking a lot about, especially because like you see these videos where there's like no lighting and, and people, it looks like they're recording in a dungeon and uh, there are a few just simple tricks to yeah. to fix that. So, awesome. I would, yeah. I'll, I'll talk to you after this about that. <laughs> Awesome. Sounds great. Uh, awesome. So we're we're about coming up on time here. Um, so usually at this point, I like to ask um, if you have any tips for listeners. And in this case, um, if maybe they've maybe they've heard this and they're like, oh, you know, I wonder if there's a workshop I can present. Um, what are your tips for presenting a workshop? What topics? Um, at the time of this recording in mid October, uh, are you are you looking for? So we're very much. I mean, like we said earlier, we're looking for kind of content on anything at this stage. So anything that is about doing something with WordPress. Um, but if you're thinking about, if you think, hey, I would actually really, I would like to contribute to that. That sounds really, really cool. Uh, but you're not sure what. Think about what you do with WordPress and t- teach people how to do that. Basically, because this platform is going to be, like we said earlier, it's going to be from people who are brand new to WordPress um, all the way to people who have been using WordPress for many years and want to learn some more um, or how to contribute or whatever. So it could be absolutely anything. Um, and if you do something with WordPress that you think you're quite good at, then teach people how to do that. We could There'll be their space for that because it's a skill that is needed. Awesome. Love that. Now, I will ask a clarifying question here, right? Is this... Are you focusing more on core WordPress or if there's like, I build great landing pages with name page builder here. Is that, do you, is that good or is that something like you'd rather see done with Gutenberg? And I know that this is like a, uh, this is not like supposed to be a gotcha question. This is really just like, <laughs> I'm curious. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so we, obviously we would want to, highlight a lot of things to do with Gutenberg and the block editor and, and all of that kind of stuff and full site editing and all of that, all of that stuff that's part of core. Um, but one thing we're also avoiding as, as far as possible is um, highlighting specific plugins because then it's because, it, because it's hosted on WordPress.org, that becomes a bit of right. a, 
it can it can it can be a bit of a problem when you start promoting one plugin over another for any reason. Right, you don't um, especially yeah, because plugins these to turn yeah, into like plugins and themes often have commercial interests involved, and we're trying to we're avoiding right. that. So we're focusing on WordPress core itself. Um, we we there's a good chance we'll have some sort of workshop on I don't know or a popular one would be how to do e-commerce on WordPress because that's a very popular question, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. But if we, if we did something like that, we wouldn't do like how to use WooCommerce or how to use easy digital downloads. We would, um, we would focus more on how to do e-commerce and general principles and then sort of briefly highlight some of the big plugins in that market, you know, gotcha. without, without sort gotcha. of favoring any particular one. We haven't got to doing that yet, but that's the type of thing I can imagine we would do there rather than uh, this is how you use easy digital downloads because that's not really... What we're, what we're aiming to do, that's the company behind those products can do that themselves, basically. Yeah, again, that, that makes sense, right? You're providing, um, this is not necessarily like how to build specific niche site with WordPress. This is how to how to do certain things with WordPress. So I think that makes sense, right? How to do yeah. e-commerce and the, even like how to build a killer landing page with WordPress. And then you can say like, you can do this with Gutenberg, but there are also X, Y, and Z page builders that might... Do yeah, or exactly. We're happy to sort of mention them as options and sort of maybe give us a brief intro about each of them, but we're not going to sort of focus on external plugins just because it's better to avoid that in this context. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, let's see. I think uh, I'll try to call dibs right now on teaching uh, a workshop on 2021 once it comes out because that looks <laughs> absolutely fantastic. It that, does. That it really, really does. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Hugh, I, I like to end this show with uh, a question I ask all of my guests. So do you have any trade secrets for us? Trade secrets. Trade secrets. Um, well, I guess my my trade, my business at the moment is contributing to WordPress. Um, that's really where I'm, where I'm heavily focused. Um, and I would say, because I hear from a lot of people that want to get involved and contributing in some way, and obviously in my, in my context, it's mostly on the community team, but I speak to people interested in other teams too. Um, and a lot of the fears people have are that they won't be good enough, which is you know sad that people think that, but I totally understand it because it's a very common feeling. Um, but I would say you, if you want to get involved in contributing to WordPress or any open source platform, because there's way more out there than just WordPress, um, the skills you have right now are good enough for that. If you do something with that project, you can contribute those skills back to the project. And that's a good thing to remember and a good thing to find value in. Uh, that's great. I love that. Um, I, because uh, I, well, I was supposed to give a WordCamp US talk a couple of years ago and my flight got delayed. Um, but uh, it was all about that, right? How to contribute to WordPress. Nice. Um, essentially by giving a talk, right? Because I think a lot of people think that Contributing to WordPress means writing code for WordPress core. But yeah, it doesn't. No, not at all. It, there's no, a lot of other things. So there's tons of things you can present workshops and learn. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I will link that in the show notes. I'll also link to the uh, contribute page, right? Because uh, there's like a whole page on how you can contribute over on make.wordpress.org. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Awesome. Well, Hugh, this has been great. Thanks so much for coming on and talking about the Learn WordPress platform. If people want to learn more, uh, where can they find you? Um, well, in terms of the platform, it's on learn, learn.wordpress.org and the community team is sort of spearheading the movement, the, 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 the kind of work on it, but it's, we're working with the training and TV and Meta and a bunch of other teams. But if you had to make.wordpress.org slash community, that's where the community team central places and also in those community channels in the WordPress Slack. 
Um, so if you want to keep updated about the project, that's or the platform rather, that's the best place to go. Um, from my side, if you want to find, you want to connect with me in any way, um, my website is hugh.blog, which is a very simple URL. Um, and I'm on Twitter at hlashbrook. And you can always reach out to me on the uh, WordPress Slack group as well. I'm always always online on there and happy to chat. That's fantastic. Hugh.blog. Can I, you don't have to answer this if you're not allowed to, but there's this, <laughs> is that a perk of working at Automatic? <laughs> Um, yeah, it is. I, I, I don't know if I can answer that, but yes, it is. <laughs> if, if, if we can, I can cut this part out. But uh, <laughs> I was wondering, because I saw like, um, you know, like J-Trip got, uh, I think Matt gifted uh, JJJ.blog to J-Trip and stuff like that. So oh, nice. um, super cool. I had Josie.blog for a while, which I thought was great, but uh, I let that go. So I guess if anybody wants Josie.blog, it's available out there. Um <laughs> Hugh, thanks so much for joining me today. I had a lot of fun with this conversation. I love talking yeah. about um, basically everything we talked about today. So I appreciate your time. Cool. And thank you very much. I, I had good fun. I always enjoy chatting about the stuff. And thanks for, for being interested. Thanks so much to Hugh for joining us today and for giving us a little bit of insight into the Learn WordPress platform. If you want to contribute to this great project in a year where perhaps you did not get to speak at as many WordCamps as you would have liked, uh, this is a great opportunity. Go to learn.wordpress.org. I will link all of that in the show notes, which you will be able to find over at wpreview.io. That's wpreview.io. That will take you to the podcast page. It'll also take you to the overall project site. Uh, that's just a redirect to uh, wpyearinreview.com that goes directly to the podcast page. So uh, if you want to learn more about all of that, again, head over to wpreview.io. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to our sponsors for this project, Nexus and GoDaddy Pro. Uh, their support really put the uh, gave me the ability to take this project to the next level. So uh, their continued support of community-based projects uh, amazes me. I really appreciate everything that they do for the community and for this project. So uh, again, a big shout out to them and to all of the people who pledged at any level for uh, WP or WordPress year in review. Okay, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, get out there and build something.